Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll Bangarang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Listening to Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques Lamour. I just realized that this coming week or this coming Monday, of course, if you're listening to this before then, is Memorial Day here in the U.S. And I can't believe how quickly this spring is is flying by. And maybe it's because of this pandemic. I don't know. Like some things are going by really quickly, and some things are going by really slow because of this pandemic. It's like hard to figure out what day it is, what time it is. Uh, Like right now, I'm recording this on Tuesday, May 20th, or no, Wednesday. See, I already messed it up. It's Wednesday, May 20th, but this is actually being released on Thursday, May 21st. So if you are listening to this on the Thursday, it's released. I'm going to say happy Friday Eve to you. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. I know there's a bajillion podcasts out there in the world right now. There's even more that have been created since this pandemic hit. And the fact that you chose this one, it means the world to me. So thank you so much for that. I am Jacques Lamore. if you didn't catch it. I'm really excited about today's show. Because this is only the second time I've had an artist on the podcast that is from Canada. Now, I've played a lot of different bands' music on the podcast from Canada, but I've only interviewed one Canadian before on the show, and that was Steve, the bassist from We Were Sharks. If you've never listened to We Were Sharks, you got to check them out, if, especially if you're like a four-year strong fan, you'll definitely get, uh, get into... Um, we were sharks. But today we're talking to Andra Zamora of a band called Way the Anchor. They are actually not too far um, from We Were Sharks, in uh, where they're based in Canada, that is. And they just released a brand new single called Medicate that um, was emailed to me by, shout out to Looters PR and Natasha there at Looters for contacting me and sending me this single and uh, setting up this interview as well, because I thoroughly enjoyed the song and thoroughly enjoyed talking to Andrew. It's always cool to talk to different people from other parts of the world and hear what's happening in, in their country. And like we start our conversation off by, you know, talking about what temperature it is. And he says it's 20 degrees. And I say, well, it's 65 here. And then I realize, oh, yeah. It's Celsius there and Fahrenheit here. I've actually felt kind of stupid about that. But um, but anyways, so that's how we start off our conversation. Before we get to that, I want you to hear their latest single, Medicaid. So let's take a listen to that real quick.
Way the Anchor with their latest single, Medicate, that's available everywhere right now on all streaming platforms or available for download as well. They just released that this last Friday, May 15th. And we're going to get to my conversation with Andrew Zamora, the lead vocalist of Way the Anchor right now. Hey, is this Andrew? Yeah, this is Andrew. Hey, this is Jacques. Hey, Jacques, from, how's it going? From Pop Punk and Pizza. Right on, dude. Good. No, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, man. Doing good. Yeah, it's uh, a nice day here. 20 degrees outside. Just sitting in the sun. Finished playing some guitar, having a pint, you know? Man, it's so weird. You're 20 degrees, and I'm, let's see, I think it's 64. Five? 63. 63 degrees. Wow, we're what, 20 degrees Celsius. I think oh, that's right. Never mind. Right? I'm not yeah, thinking yeah, right. Yeah, 20 degrees no, Celsius it's, it's, is similar to 60. Yeah, it's, it's I, nice and sunny here. It's a okay. nice day. We're able to be outside. And, yeah. It's been so I think, long. Yeah, I think 20, 20 degrees here is about like, I think it's like it's 78. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking there. about that. It's been so long. Yeah, I've only... I know. It's funny, eh? It's funny that the different... Uh, it's, the US to Canada here. Yeah, it's such a mind trip because all your measurements are metric. So yeah, we're all metric. Yeah, I know. And and here well, in the US, I, I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of graphic design stuff, so I deal in inches. Oh, okay, that a makes a lot too, less centimeters and all that bullshit, you know. But but do you find that you you're using inches for people that are you know based in the the US, obviously, and you're using centimeters and such for people that are in Canada or other countries? Well, I don't know. I think, I think using like the metric system and like measurement stuff wise, isn't as uh, much of a difference um, compared to like Celsius and Fahrenheit. Mm, true. <laughs> kind of funny, true. Right? the difference between these things, but yeah. Yeah. Good point. I mean, we're talking degrees <laughs> versus, you know, inches and centimeters, yeah, but yeah. still, you know, um, I was just curious, but, um, yeah, it's been, a re- I've only, t- I, if I'm remembering correctly, I've only had one Canadian on the podcast before, and that was Steve from, uh, we were sharks. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not too far, not too far from where we, uh, call home that's what i thought are they uh st Catharines, i think or hamilton close around it's all actually it's all pretty close around here we call it the gta that's everywhere just kind of close and by toronto okay cool yeah Yeah. i'm I'm still like learning you know my my geography with canada um yeah i haven't uh i haven't had to uh you know i i've played a lot of Canadian bands on the podcast before I've played a lot of their music, but I've only, you're the only second interview I've had. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still learning up on, on the, uh, how Canada is mapped out. Cause I'm, I, you know, I obviously, Mom. I don't, uh, yeah. I don't look at the, the map and think, Oh, okay. So that's where that's at. And I mean, like, I know where, I know where Toronto is at, you know? Um, cause I think that's if like, if I wanted to drive to Toronto, I think it, wouldn't be like the worst drive ever for me um, to get there. So no, it's not that. Yeah, it's not that bad. I mean, driving in Canada definitely takes a lot longer than going from city to city. I think in the U.S. because we are very spaced out. Ontario is one of, or is the biggest province in 
Canada. So a lot of driving to do up here. There's a lot of land. But anyway, I feel honored to be the, at least the second Canadian. Yeah, me too, man. On the podcast. That's me awesome. too. This is uh, this is great. So uh, Medicaid, it dropped last week, your latest single. It's available everywhere for streaming. Um, the song symbolizes the struggle of back and forth complications in a world that's forever changing. And I keep reading how the band has gone through struggles in the last two or three years. And I want to know, what are some of these struggles? I, I got to hear these stories. Um, you know, to quote the song, uh, the knife that was twisted in you, what was that knife? Well, you know, like it's definitely coming into this EP, writing this music, I, I definitely full force wanted to encapture the way I was feeling around this point in my life. I, you know, I, uh, I went to uh, make a decision to go to school for music because, you know, it's something I love and I figured that would lead me in, in uh, a direction um, that, you know, that I would be happy with and that I always would, would be like proud to pursue. But I didn't get the right feeling of, of when I was actually there and doing it. I put a different twist on music before I was doing it for fun. But then, you know, you're getting really graded for it. And it just wasn't really where... I had, or like, you know, where music sat in my mind, it was, it was not a grade. It was not something that you should specifically be judged on. It was a way to express yourself, a way to, you know, kind of share your life experiences with everyone else. So I really sat down and we all, all three of us sat down to write these new songs and really just encaptured where we were at our, our stages in our life at that point to write these songs. And, and a lot of stuff like I found lately has been, you know, there's a lot of unknown. I um, was working a job for about three or four years that I was just not happy at, but, you know, had to make some money and made the decision to just, you know what, this isn't for me. There's, there's got to be something else. That I got to focus on exactly what I love to do and what I need to do. But, you know, that doesn't come with, it doesn't always come easy when you're, uh, you know, you got bills to pay and, and, you know, everything's so expensive these days. So really, it's it's the struggle of just wanting to be able to do what you feel you're meant to do, but having all these kind of, you know, stop signs and having all these kind of barriers in your way that you have to get over and really stay true to yourself and do what you believe in. Because, you know, and, and doing this, through this process, like I've become so proud of these songs that we're putting out. So, and then finally, you know, when you have something you're proud of, you're like, you know what, maybe I did make this right choice to make a huge drastic change of putting this like, you know, a good, a good job that I was being successful at, but just wasn't really happy at. And so it kind of encaptures some of that and also some, you know, some of the other struggles of just, you know, what's relationships and, and meeting people and, and everyone has their different struggles, but it's always hard to get over. But, you know, there's always like a light at the end of the road. And when you finally get there, you end up with something you're proud of. And you know, like, the steps you've taken are right. Even though at the time, you might not have thought they were the right steps. Right, yeah. It, you're like, when are we going to see that light, you know? When are we going to get yeah. through all this yeah. and, and finally finally yeah, see just, that light? You just want to keep pushing, you keep pushing, but you never really know if it's the right decision or not. But it's, you know, you gotta you got to stay true to your heart and just keep on doing what makes you happy and what makes you proud and what you believe in. So did you leave this job to go to school for music? Is Am I understanding no, I that actually, right? I actually had went to school for music. Um, took a year, like a year off after high school. I was like playing music and touring a tiny bit. 
And then, you know, it's like that the project I was working on, it wasn't really kind of going anywhere. So I went to school for music, came back, but obviously, you know, it was expensive and not being able to work a full-time job while you're in school. I had to come back and find something, you know, to kind of get back on my feet and get level and be able to pay my bills and stuff. And then once that happened, I was thinking, you know, this, I'm going to do whatever I can to make my dream happen. It was kind of a part of that aspect, but also the hardships that come with trying to follow a dream. And it's, it's extremely hard these days to be in a band. I know everyone that's pursuing their dreams in any kind of industry knows how hard it can be to try and be a goal. And, you know, it's hard to realize and it takes a lot of time, but, you know, once you kind of get some successes, feels really good and it just drives you to push harder and motivates you and inspires you to keep on doing the hard work that it takes to finally reach your goal. Yeah, that's a, a topic that comes up all the time on the podcast about today's music industry and how the internet is both a blessing and a curse because it not only gives you a platform to present yourself, but it also just brings out even more um, music. There's, there's even more people saying, look at me. And, um, which is not, you know, and that's goes for podcasting too. I mean, it goes for so many different things. You got every industry, like on this and especially in media, uh, music, podcast, the same thing. It's very easy to see stuff and be down on yourself and not feel that you're at, you know, a level where you want to be or be kind of discouraged of people you feel that are way better than you. But the thing is, everyone is always has been at the same point as you are, if you're feeling that way. Right. And you just got to keep pushing. And then the people that, you know, the people that make it and are trying to, you know, inspire younger people to do the same as they did. You just got to keep pushing because everyone goes through the tough times, the, the doubt, the, you know, the discretions of not thinking that you're doing the right thing, but you never know. Life's a weird thing. Yeah, it, it certainly is. Um, and, you know, with your life going to school for music, how long did you study for? And what was like the biggest thing that threw you for a loop when you started studying music theory? What did you um, well, it major was, in? Um, so it- it was just a, it was a two-year program and it, it, it focused on um, recording art. So it focused on recording music. Okay. And I just like, I did not really connect with it. I thought like, yeah, I was like, loved playing. I loved playing live. I loved writing music. Found that love uh, pretty early in my life. And then when I was like starting to learn how to record music, it just could not click with me. I don't know if like, just didn't have the ears for it and stuff, but in a way it helped because I realized, you know, my passion is actually writing and playing live. That's what I wanted to. I was. I didn't. You know. I didn't feel like I uh, belonged behind a, you know, behind a, a mixing board, and didn't have the right ears to just do that uh, very tedious stuff. That's like, it, people that are insane engineers and mixers. Like it's you got to be so talented. Like I all respect to all the people that actually make us sound good too in the in the recording studio. Right. But yeah. It gave me that. In, it gave me that insight that you know what I love playing. I love writing. So that's it. Helped me kind of refine the steps to take in my, you know, to further my music career. Well, it really is really great that you look at it that way instead of like the, the, you know, the fail in it. It, it, yeah, it in it, turn actually boosted you in the long run. Yeah. It, it took, it took a little bit to realize that too, though. You know, it took, it took meeting the right people and um, going through a lot of, um, you know, kind of 
uh, projects that didn't make it anywhere trying to get stuff going, but it does take the right people. You know, you need, you need to be surrounded by people that will support you and people that will hold you up and push you to strive to like do new things and all that. And then eventually I got to that place where I was like, you know, that those choices actually helped me in the long run and ended up kind of realizing, you know, a better path for me to take. And so, you know, you kind of discovered that um, recording music and, and you know, mixing and, and producing isn't really your strong suit. But, you know, I see that you have a strong suit in video, though, because you produce the like the, the video uh, for Medicaid, right? Yeah, it's kind of a recently. So now I, I'm even doing a, a new program now. Um, that I realized I love doing. I love like the promotional side of being in a band. I love the graphics. I love the visual stuff. I love putting stuff together. Um, you know, because it's, it's a different aspect of music these days. You know, you can't just you can't just have one song. You got to have everything around it. You got to have people um, kind of you know wow people in all these different aspects, not just the music. You have to have good videos, even live stuff, stuff that just interests all sorts of artistic people. And, um, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of graphic design stuff and I really, you know, like visuals come so hand in hand with music these days that I've, I've tried to push myself to get into that kind of area too. And, um, you know, it's kind of learning new things. So it's a very new thing for me now, but I was extremely excited the way the video turned out and, um, hopefully can continue to expand and try new things for the future and our future uh, videos and visuals for our band. Yeah, I mean, I was really impressed with that visual for Medicaid. Um, is that is that something you shot yourself, or was it shots that you were able to buy online and then just kind of piece no, it together was, um, how you wanted? Yeah, no, no, a lot of a lot of the actual street um, filming footage was not my own. Okay, but I was um, curated it all and did the edits, and then I also filmed and uh, did the edits of myself. Uh, there's a couple scenes where I'm in the back. Hunter has like a you know, both screens are kind of half makes as a mask. And so I was able to do that. And then it was really cool just kind of trying to feel and feel the emotions throughout the song and what's and like pick out what scenes would be most fitting for the parts of the song. You know, if it's the start, what what will catch people's eye, um, you know, you have the, the really heavy parts that are louder, what, what can really visually make someone, you know, something explode and make them, feel more interested in like emotion with the visual as well with the sound. So I really um, kind of looked into that aspect of the video. Yeah. And not so much, I didn't do so much of the filming, but right. And, and just, just taking, you know, if you didn't even like, you're telling me you didn't film it, the, the actual piecing it all together and uh, getting the final product. I think it's great because it must've been, you know, time consuming to figure out, okay, so like this, because there's, you know, pieces where it looks like like a puff of smoke kind of deal is going on. And it's all, for for those of you who haven't seen the visual for Medicaid, it kind of is like, uh, it's all time-lapsed, right? Each shot, for the most part, it has like a time-lapse to it? Yeah, yeah, I took a lot, yeah, almost, yeah, I'd honestly say probably 95% are, um, the scenes are sped up uh, to match kind of the song and, and everything is moving fast, which is the whole like idea of reality moving fast in between, you know, um, in front of our eyes and then stuff changes so quickly that we wanted to incorporate um, all these different scenes in and just changing very quickly and, and, you know, only having a couple seconds to comprehend what's kind of going on, which is almost sometimes, you know, it feels like life changes that fast where you don't feel like you have, you had that much time to, 
comprehend what's going on or make a decision. Which, like, I, I was reading, a, I, I don't remember which article it was from or, or what what I was reading that you were talking, that's exactly what you were talking about, how life is happening before our eyes and we, we don't even realize that it's it's passing us by so quickly. And I think the way you put that video together definitely made me think about just those simple things about like, you know, you see the, the match lighting up and then burning off very quickly, you know, and like such is life, you know, blink of an eye. It's like, you know, like yeah. in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be 30 and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like when did that happen? It's just, it's a blink see, of an and, eye. And you, yeah, you know, that feels good to feel that, you know, you have that connection too, because that, that's exactly what we were going for. And we hope that people can connect that way too. And, you know, it's it's music and everything and artists, it's all about emotions and you want to connect with people and, and show that there's so many similarities with what people go through that, you know, no one's alone. And, and it, it's, there's so much parts of life that just happen and we all, we're all going through it. Everyone, every single person's going through hardships and uh, never changing lives. Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad that you guys are around to to help us with those with those times because Medicate is one of those songs where you capture that true emotion so well. And I think that's why I gravitated towards it. And even your other songs. I mean, your whole catalog you've released so far is is very good at, at capturing that that raw emotion. No, thanks, man. Yeah, honestly it feels good to hear it. We hope that, um, you know, people that watch it can have that connection with it as well. Definitely. So I also read you spent, like, all of your money on recording Medicaid, and all you had in the studio was a six-pack of beer and three <laughs> cans of lentils. So yeah. what was yeah, the we beer? We got to know what the beer was, and we got to know, I mean, I've never had lentils. I, I will full well, disc- it- Full disclosure it's kind here. Of a, it's kind I, I of to, a lentil, a lentil soup, let's say. Okay, because so I had to look up what. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not very well versed in all the different kinds of like vegetables or or whatever you even want to call that. And I had to like look it up. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know what that is. So it was like I had to. I had to look it up. Um, but yeah. So first, we'll talk about the beer though. Like, what what kind of beer was it? Well, pretty. Um, Frequently, you can catch us uh, drinking PBR. Okay, you know, keeps the keeps the wallet a little bit fuller, but you know, <laughs> gets the gets the job done, gets the the creative juices flowing. But yeah, no, we were like, we realized now that we were so lucky that we recorded this new EP kind of like late January, start of February, right before um, all this uh, crazy stuff has been going on. So we were very lucky to finish this, and um, you know, we put everything everything that we have into these songs and recording and you know we want to go with with someone that um knows us like we've recorded with sam, uh, sam guyana was um helped us produce and and record these songs um in toronto and he always brings out the best in us but uh yeah we we put all uh, all that we had in this stuff so we cut down on all the other necessities that we didn't really need so the tuna says he was a tiny bit of food to keep you uh keep you going, have your energy for the day, and then the beer to kind of top it off. Yeah, I just kind of imagine the three of you kind of in a circle. You got the beer, you got the, <laughs> you know, the, the the soup 
the lentil soup or whatever and like you've got a bowl just one bowl of the soup and like <laughs> you take a bite then you pass it to the next guy he takes a, a bite and passes it to the next guy and then like same thing with the pbr you know it's just all like being passed around and you know it's like okay like <laughs> Lucky enough, there was three bowls and three spoons, but no, we definitely, uh, we definitely passed, we definitely passed around some PBRs for sure. Yeah, I'm, and I'm glad, you know, I was glad to find out that it's PBR because, you know, that probably helped you inject some of that, a little bit, bit of that punk spirit into your recording yeah, because it's kind of, yeah it's you know it, it seems like it's the punk fuel right it's, it is it, it's the punk yeah. beer it's, of... it's good for the heart and soul it's, it really is <laughs> well i always say it's it's the beer of punk rock because for for, for many years it's been that way i mean yeah. when when I, I was i would have to agree yeah whenever i was the the little bit of touring that i did any venue we went to in the united states the beer that they would give free to the bands was most of the time pbr and I feel like that kind of said something. So, yeah, I don't, you know. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a band or musician upset if they've ever gotten, you know, a couple free PBRs. Right. <laughs> you can never upset, you know, you never disappoint with people. Yeah, de- I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. um, so one more thing before you go. Um, so if I see, I've never been to Canada, which is really sad because it's really not that far I still need to get a passport. Like I'm terrible. I'm a I'm the worst American when it comes to that kind of thing, and I I need to make sure that I start traveling more in my my 30s here. But let's say like, if I'm gonna plan a trip to Canada, and I'm asking you like, wh- where's the first place like that I should go? Well, if you're coming up, I mean, our side of Niagara Falls is pretty wild. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's it's it is such a good time. We go there regularly. Tons of party. Like there's one strip down and it's full of um arcades. There's tons of like crazy like fun houses, haunted houses, all in the one strip all year round. You can go to this thing in the falls, it's amazing, obviously. And yeah, like I would say obviously coming over the border, that's the closest thing to go to. Um we definitely have some beautiful land to go to a drive and, um, you know, see some of this open land and it's kind of captures the beauty of this world, but definitely, yeah, Niagara Falls, even like Toronto, it's an amazing city, so much stuff to do, but it really does, um, you know, some of the architecture and stuff really does blow your mind. And I'm sure I would hope they have some mind blowing pizza to go along with it. There is, you know, there is some very impressive food all over Canada, especially in Toronto. Yeah, there's definitely, you know, like the multiculturalism there brings some good infusions of food from all over the world. And, you know, I'm, I'm a love, I'm a huge lover of food. I do love to cook. And so I love trying new things as well. So it's definitely a great being in a big city. You, you know, you get, you get different aspects of all these different cultures and uh, try new things. Like that's the biggest thing, just try new stuff. Yeah, I think, I think Toronto's kind of, like a good possibility that'll be the first city I ever visit in yeah, Canada. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I I just I keep hearing good things about it. So I think uh, Yeah, the best the best is going to I don't know if you're a baseball fan, but going to a Blue Jays game. Okay. Right beside the scene tower that we have um called uh well it used to be called the Sky Dome, it's called the Rogers Center now, but mm-hmm. on rainy days the roof closes. On nice and sunny days they open up the roof 
right beside the CN Tower. You have this great view and watch some baseball, you know, have some cold hot dogs and $20 beers. That's it. Yeah, that, that sound that sounds perfect, man. Honestly, um, so thank you so much for your time today, Andrew. And uh, it's Zamora, right? Your last name? Yeah, Zam- yeah, Zamora. Andrew Zamora. Okay, um, vocalist, and you're also bassist in Way the Anchor. Yeah, yeah. I was play. I played bass on um, this new EP, and I used to play bass and and do vocals as well as before. We we're kind of moving in different directions, just for me to be the main vocalist. But uh, who knows when we're going to actually start being able to play live now. It's been a, <laughs> right. I guess you've got you know? plenty of time to find someone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to keep yeah. working hard. And honestly, yeah, no, thank you so much for having me on. It was great talking to you. Yeah, great talking to you too, hopefully, man. Hopefully soon hopefully soon we can get you up here. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have some hangout and we'll drink some PBR and I'll... Uh, I'll share my lentils with you. <laughs> That's what we'll have, PBR and lentils, man. The yeah. uh, the ancient way the anchor uh, tradition. Special, yeah. Yeah, special. Yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Medicaid, like I said, out now on all streaming platforms. Yeah. So you do have an EP that's going to be coming out later uh, at some point this year, but there's no release date uh, as far as... Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to be releasing the date soon. Okay. Uh, I'm looking like sometime in June, but we're going to have some new music, you know, coming up in the following weeks. And we're just going to keep um, putting out some content, hopefully, you awesome. know, for some people and to connect with some more people. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to hear it, man. All right. Thank you, man. Cool. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much again for your time and uh, we'll talk soon. And yeah, enjoy the the rest of that that beautiful sunny day. Thank you. Cheers, man. Thank you. Che- yeah, cheers. <laughs> I got yeah. coffee though. I've got coffee right now, <laughs> so it works. Right, you know, it's good enough. Yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> good enough for now. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. After listening to that interview, I really got to get that passport. I can't believe I'm almost thirty years old, and I still don't have a passport, and I still haven't been outside the U.S. I feel kind of ashamed for that. You know, I I really need to uh, get outside the box in my 30s. The closest I've been to being outside of this country was when I was on tour working for another band, and we were in El Paso, and I was saw you know the border into Mexico, and it was kind of a scary view actually because unfortunately, on the other side, right on the other side of the fence, it was um, kind of slummy. And uh, it made me sad. And I know not all of Mexico is like that. And I really want to see what Mexico is really like. And not just on the border line of El Paso. So one of these days, Mexico will happen. And then one of these days, I'll get up to Toronto and hang out with <laughs> Above the... Or Way the Anchor, excuse me. Way the Anchor. And uh, my friend Natasha from Looters. Uh, Looters, Looters PR... They're the ones that set up this interview and Natasha today, so I want to give a special shout-out to them. And once again to Andrew Zamora from Way the Anchor. Make sure you stream their latest single right now, Medicate, available everywhere online. And we look forward to hearing more music from them and that new uh, EP when it drops in June. And if your band has some new music you're going to be releasing soon and you want to try to get it featured here on the podcast, hit me up at bangerangradio at gmail.com. Send me those links to your music, 
Uh, please send me links to your EPK or your press page, whatever it is. Just as much information about your band as possible is what I always say. Bangarangradio at gmail.com, or you can have your manager or your publicist, whoever it is, send me all those details, and I'll see if I can play your music, or maybe we can do a possible interview. Um, and then, of course, if you want to find out who our next guest is going to be and just stay up to date, everything that's happening on the podcast, our social media handles for Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram are all at Pop Punk Pizza Pod. My Twitter handle is on air with JL. And then Bangarang Radio is at Bangarang Radio for both Facebook and Twitter. And if you could do one more little teensy-weensy thing for me, and wherever it is that you listen to this podcast, if it's Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, wherever it is, wherever it is that you can drop a rating or review, s'il vous plaît, please do so if you could Give us a nice rating. Give us a nice review if you thoroughly enjoy this podcast, and that would mean the world to me. So I hope you're doing well. I know here in the U.S., in Illinois, anyway, in in the state of Illinois, our stay-at-home order is supposed to be lifted by May 29th, which is not too long from now. So we're in the home stretch of that, and hopefully eventually somewhere in the coming months, our venues will be able to reopen we can go back to enjoying live music and supporting the local scene. But in the meantime, we got to find those different ways to support our local independent venues and our musicians that are trying to make their way in the world as well. So please support your local scene wherever you are at. And I know whoever it is that you are going to support, even if it's just like streaming their latest album on Spotify like a hundred times, that'll mean the world to them. So if that's all you can do, then do it because not all of us have the money to spend on a shirt right now or vinyl or whatever it is. So even just streaming the crap out of somebody's music and telling them about it will make their day. So if you can do that, please do so. I'll talk to you soon. We are off next week. Happy Memorial Day to all my fellow uh, United States citizens that listen to this podcast. And I'll be back the beginning of June with another 10 songs episode. I'll have 10 brand new songs for you to, to uh, check out for the month of June. So that's what's going to be coming your way in a couple weeks here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey.